Hello everybody, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries San Diego. Hope you're having a blessed day today. Um, we're back for episode four. Very excited, very uh, on fire because God is doing some great things. God is touching people's lives and I'm excited about it. I'm just really, really excited about what God is doing um, sometimes it could get lost of all the blessings that God gives to us because of what's going on in our world. As you know, with the COVID-19 and now the violence that's happening in our nation, it's very disturbing. Uh, I'm, I'm very uh, disturbed, upset. A lot of different types of emotions that I'm experiencing right now. I, I just don't really know how to get it out. So the best thing to, for me to do is just get it out. Um, as an African-American man, um, it, it uh, troubles me because I have two young sons. They're really not young, but they're young to me. Um, the things that they have to be faced with and including myself. Um, and sometimes I do feel like uh, the male African-American is being targeted. But that's, I don't want to really get on a rant about it, but it's its something that we have to pray about. It's something that we have to really discuss in a positive way. Um, I've been watching the news all day and to see the chaos that's in our country. And now the COVID-19 has kind of taken the backseat to this uh, condition of racism and injustice and destruction that's happening in our, in our country. 2020 is not going so well right now, but nevertheless, God can change this whole situation around. So I'm just believing God. I'm excited about what God is doing. So let's uh, get into our podcast. But before I do, I just want to say a prayer uh, for uh, the Floyd family um, that uh, lost their loved one to something that was not necessary. But we just need to say a prayer right now. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for the F Floyd family that you would just touch them and give them comfort and peace during this difficult time. Lord, I know that when they woke up, they was not expecting their loved one to be gone. So, God, just cover them, oh God. Send your peace right now. God, bring relief to our nation right now, oh God. God, we need you more than ever. It's... Uh, it's sad of what's going on, what's taking place in our country. But Lord, all it is is just an absence of you. So Lord, just be strong. Help us, oh God. Help us to learn from these mistakes and help us to, to uh, right the, the wrong that's been done to so many people, oh God. We ask this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So today's or tonight's subject or episode that we're going to be discussing is a continuation from last week. Last week we dealt with we dealt with uh, principles, principles of personal change, and I it really blessed me, and I believe it really blessed a lot of people who are listening to the podcast. So we're going to do a, a part two to principles of of uh, personal change and we're going to add a subtopic which is going to be entitled God let God take control let God take control now control is one of the hardest things for us to have to give up because many of us 
have that spirit of control. We want to be in control of so many things, but we need to learn that we have to let go of some things in order for God to rule and reign in our lives. Because every day you are controlled by something. You may be controlled by your own ego or by the expectations of other people. You may be controlled by fear or guilt or resentment or even bitterness. You may even be controlled by a substance or a habit. But guess what? You are controlled by something every single day. Every single day, there's something that controls us, that wakes us up, that tells us to do things that maybe we shouldn't be doing. But the only way we can get freedom is when we choose what is going to control us. When we choose Jesus Christ to be in control of our lives, then you are mastered by the master. You can master everything else. If God is not number one in your life, something else is. And it will control you to a negative degree. When Christ is in control of your life, he always moves you into the right direction. Into the right directions. But there are some things that I wanted to, to kind of uh, show you. Some traits or circumstances that keeps us from giving up control to God. One of these things that we have a fear of giving up control to God is fear. Now, I heard somebody say that there's an acronym for fear. It's false evidence appearing real. Fear is in everybody's household, is in every neighborhood, is on the job, is at the store. It's in the White House. It's among, amongst our government officials. Fear really rules our lives more than it should. And I believe that these are some of the things that we have trouble giving up control to God with. Lack of faith. Think about the times that you had opportunities to use your faith to, to, uh, to win in a situation, but your lack of faith provided fear and now you didn't move on that situation and you lost the opportunity. Lack of trust is another thing that sometimes affects us in terms of personal change because it is a principle in order for change to take place we have to let God take control of our lives and so when we don't have that trust that belief that that really that that supersedes everything that we can imagine or think when we lack trust guess what then we become controlling in how we move and in the in the way that we move and the direction that we should go in, lack of trust should not be in our lives. And then the other thing is the unknown. As people who have control issues, the unknown eats away at them every single day. The unknown. What's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen next week? What's going to happen next month? What's going to happen next year? All these unknown variables has an adverse effect on our lives. And so these are so, this just four things that I believe that affects us and infects us in terms of allowing God to take control of our lives so we can move in the right direction. But before we go on, we're just going to take a quick commercial break and we're going to learn some steps of how we can allow Christ to, to take control of our lives. We'll be right back. 
Hi guys, I'm Christopher. You may know me, you may have heard of me. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministries San Diego Podcast, and I'm here to say that if you like what you're hearing and you would like to donate, you can. Head over to Instagram at PhilGaleHoward and scan the QR code on the second slide of the most recent post. You can use a QR scanning app or you could just point your camera at it if you have another device that has a camera function. And it'll take you to either PayPal or Venmo where you can donate. Now the money is going to be used to provide for the homeless and the less fortunate and those who have been negatively uh, affected by the ongoing pandemic, whether it be job loss or whatever the case may be. It would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for your time. All right, we're back from commercial break, and so we're going to get right into some things of some steps of how we can allow Christ to take control of our lives. The number one thing I really believe that can can help us win the battle of control is that we have to admit that we've been trying to that we're trying to play God. We have to admit to it. We have to admit that we're trying to be God. Not We know that we're not God, but we're trying to be God in terms of every answer that needs to be answered. And so there's a scripture in 2 Timothy, the fourth chapter, verses 3 and 4. And it reads, For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, instead to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to e- want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, people of God, keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, and discharge all the duties of your ministry. Because there are many, many people today who reject both the word and its author. The philosophy of the world is to deny both moral absolutes and ultimate responsibility to anyone but one's own self. Because even today, most people play God rather than listen to and follow God. Because the ultimate consequence of that game is death. See, there's a common phrase in the last decade, I believe, and it says, do your own thing. Do your own thing. But in reality, it means the individual establishes his or her own standard of what is right or wrong, simply according to his own or her own pleasures or whims without a proper regard for others. Because in In effect, the individual becomes his own God. He or she is playing God. These are some areas of change that needs to take place in our lives. Itching ears, what we want to hear, what's going to satisfy our flesh. These are the things that we have to turn away from and we have to stop playing God and let God be God in our lives. Number two. You have to admit that you can't change on your own. You can't change on your own. Um, I'm reminded, uh, there's a great story in the, the book of Luke, chapter 22, verse 42. Now, you have to understand Jesus, even though he's God, but he was also flesh. 
And you have to understand that he feels all of the fears and all of the uncertainties and all he felt all of those things when he came to to the earth to redeem us back to the father and i remember of this i'm reminded of the story uh that he was in the garden of gethsemane and he was about to face death now i'm sure that he wanted to control the narrative and say you know what maybe this is not a good idea maybe i could go a different route maybe i can change this whole approach he could have taken control of the situation and do it the way that he wanted to do but instead he looked to the father and it reads it says father listen if you are willing please take this cup of suffering away from me nevertheless i want your will to be done and not mine's. Now that's a hard thing to say when you're facing something that's going to be life-changing to say not my will. I'm going to allow your will to be done in my life. He gave up total control to the Father because he knew that he had to follow the blueprint for his life and for our lives. I want, to, I want you guys to imagine if he decided not to endure the cross. Could you imagine where we are today? Could you, could you imagine what our society would look like as bad as it looks right now with the rioting and the, rioting and the looting and the stealing and the, and the injustice and the, and the beatings and the killings? And, and Could you imagine what our world would look like if Jesus at that very moment decided to take control of his life and said, forget this, I'm not going to suffer any longer. But thank God that he, he, he chose to give up his will or his control and give it over to the Father. And guess what? We are now better because of his decision to say yes and to let go of the control that was for his life. I know that's for somebody that's out there because all of us have to make cer certain sacrifices for our lives. There's times where you have to make some tough decisions, some key decisions. And you sit there and you're trying to figure out and you're in your own little private area, just like Jesus was when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, all by himself. Now, you remember the story. He had his boys with him, but they fell asleep. They wasn't there to help him make a decision for the future and for his present condition. And there's a lot of times we don't have people around us. Sometimes we're all in our own little private space. And sometimes when you have those difficult decisions because you want to control the outcome, I, I, I want to encourage you just to say like Jesus, I don't want to suffer. I don't want to have to deal with this. But nevertheless, not what I want to do. I'm giving my will up to you so you can make the outcome perfect for my future. See, we have to humbly ask God to help us change. One of the issues we face is not knowing an outcome. We somehow believe that surrendering control of a situation will promote you as a weak person, 
a big old softy, and that everyone or anyone can take advantage of you. But see, when you allow the Lord God to change you into his image, you will defeat every thought that may mess with your mind. And, and, and as believers, our ultimate goal is not concerning ourselves with being accepted by the world standards, because our ultimate goal is to allow God to change us into his image. Now, there's another principle that I want to leave you with. It's principle two, that we have to be honest with someone else about the things that need to be changed in our lives. Now, there's a scripture in Proverbs 27 and 6 that says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. See, I want you guys to hear out here in the podcast land that real, genuine, true friends will tell you the truth. Even if it hurts and is not pleasant at the time, they will tell the truth in love so we can grow from it, so we can so we can live life the way that God intended for us to live life. Friends who may wound you, who may offend you, who may give you critical analysis of what you're about to undertake. When they care about you and they tell you the honest, the God truth, it always comes out smelling like a rose, you will come out smelling like a rose because you've allowed the words to heal you and to help you make the right decision. And so when somebody's talking to you about a situation that's not good, that may not feel good to you, you don't want, you don't want a lot of yes, man. You want somebody who's going to, a, a true friend to tell you the honest to God truth so you can grow. And that even though sometimes you may have to give up control of, of your pride, you may have to take the back seat, you, it may even appear that that person may be winning. But ultimately, the only way you win is you have to release those things and let God be God. Now, Paul put it this way. Speaking the truth in love, you may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. See, a, a, a true friend tells you the truth, even if it's going to risk the friendship. We have to give Jesus Christ total ownership of our lives. I mean, total ownership. So, so what do you think it means to give up yourself completely to God? I just wanted you to kind of ponder on this question. What, is, what do you think it means that you have to give up yourself completely to God? Well, I'm going to give you some four, four um, principles that when you give yourself up completely to God, you have to understand that you have to pray. You have to pray for God's will to happen in your life. You have to even write down some of your own personal issues down on a piece of paper so you can kind of see what is affecting your life? What is controlling your life? By writing it down and looking at it and saying, this is something that I have to make sure that I really address so I can be free. You have to, you have to study God's word. You have to meditate on the scriptures. Because a lot of times the Bible verses in the Bible helps you to pray and think about that you're on a topic of trust with God. 
And then, listen, listen, last but not least, listen. You have to be patient with yourself. You have to be patient. Because there's many moments where you say, okay, I'm going to give up control. I'm not going to try to control the situation. I'm not going to try to, uh, um, you know, have the outcome come in my favor. And then when you, when you become controlling over something so meaningful to you that it will affect somebody else, and then you sit there, man, you messed up again. I messed up. I'm so sorry. There, there goes my controlling spirit again. You have to say, you know what? I had a bad day. I'm going to make it up. I'm, I'm going to work on allowing God to control my life and not be controlling my life. You have to be patient. You have to be honest. And how you handle all of these types of challenges completely to God is easier said than done. I get all that. I understand that it's hard to just give up total control to God. But if you really want change... If you really want these things to happen in your life, you have to say, I'm so tired of trying and failing. Listen, I want you to stop trying. I want you just to say, you know what? This is not about trying anymore because a lot of times people say, well, I tried, I tried. Well, stop saying it. Just just, just stop saying, I'm trying. But instead, start trusting. Trust is, is one of the key ingredients for victory in your life when it comes to control. See, God gives you the option to either depend on him or depend on yourself because the result is either freedom or frustration. People of God, why not give it all to Jesus? Just give it all. Just I want you to just to think about those things that's in your life. Give it up to him. Because when you surrender all to him, you will see a great and mighty transformation being performed by God. And you will never, ever be the same in Jesus name. People of God, before I pray, this message is a very pertinent time that we need to hear is because with the world upside down, with the uncertainty of our future, with the dangers of life that surrounds us, we need to give all to Jesus, to give everything up to him, your, your mind, your will, your soul, your very being to him. And when you surrender all to Jesus, Jesus says, listen, you that are heavy laden, I will give you rest. I will give you peace. I will give you joy that surpasseth all understanding when you give everything to Jesus. These are very simple principles. But when you give control, total control to God, he makes everything all right. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this word that you have given to me. I believe in you, and I believe that you want to set so many people free. There are so many people that, who are listening to this message, to this podcast, oh God, that you want to free them of their condition, that you want to help them not, 
not to hurt them, but you want to help them in their endeavor to live a life purposeful for your glory. Lord God, just watch over all the people who have control problems. God, set them free when they say yes to you. Let them live the abundant life and let them be free in you. We ask all these blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, listen, um, I'm about to sign out. Listen, people of God, continue to share the podcast. Continue to share it. It's blessing many, many people out there in the podcast land. So it encourages us to hear all of the testimonies, all of the the um, the things that they're learning from the podcast. So I'm encouraged. I'm excited. If there's any questions that you may have, um, please uh, email, email me at pastorphil at lovingkindnesswc.org. That's pastorphil at lovingkindnesswc.org if there's any kind of questions that you may have. Um, If you want to support our ministry, if you want to give to our ministry, there's no gift too small. Whatever God puts on your heart to give, give it. And guess what? When you give it, God sees your heart and that's how he would continue to bless you in Jesus' name. So this is Pastor Phil signing off. I will see you next week. Pray for us as we pray for you, and let's do this in Jesus' name. God bless you.